Society has held teenagers accountable to unrealistic standards. Oftentimes, we are told to only see things one of two ways, black or white. But what if the answers lie somewhere in the middle? We dare you to jump into the gray area. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Gray Area Podcast. My name is Erica. Hi, my name is Emily. And today we are on episode 10, um, the last episode of our sophomore year. I know. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about um, whether we are the main character of our stories and kind of discussing self-identity in high school. Um, so usually, I mean, not really usually because we've only had one previous section to sophomore year, but we did do like three solo episodes last segment, I guess, and this one we're doing only two. So we kind of thought this was like a good conclusion, I guess, for your sophomore year. Yeah. That makes sense. Because as we mentioned, like in the previous like interviews, if you listen to sophomore year and our first episode, a lot of sophomore year, in my opinion, is social. Yeah. It's kind of like finding the basis of your friends for the rest of the time in high school. And it's also, in my opinion, I think it's a more relaxed year for most people. Mm -hmm. Not for everyone, but for a lot of people, it is like almost like a transition year until like the hardest year. Yeah, so and a lot of times um, with that more social side of you, your kind of independency and like your own self-identity gets kind of lost with the people that you associate with. So that's kind of why I guess self-identity is a big topic that we're trying to focus on sophomore yeah. year. And yeah. Yeah. Huge. And like that's even coming from two girls who have really good friends. Like self-identity can be hard to find regardless of what situation or environment Mm -hmm. you're in. Even if you have the best of friends, it's kind of... It's still kind of hard because I think high school is... I've said this before, I don't know what episode, but I have said that I think high school is when you truly begin to find who you are. Mm -hmm. And college is too, I'm sure, for some people. It depends on, like, your maturity and, like, everything in between. But I think high school is one of the biggest times of growth because... It's like you're starting to mature and you're being told you have to figure out your future within four years. And it's like that's kind of when you need to know who you are as a person and what your beliefs are, what your strengths are, everything in between. Um, So, yeah. So we're going to start getting into kind of like the friend group side of self-identity. So I feel like a lot of times anyone can agree, especially when you have maybe... Um, several friend groups or just one big friend group, a lot of the time comparison comes into play where you start thinking about like, oh, she looks, he or she looks that way and I don't really look the same. Like, is the way I look bad or do I need to, you know, something wrong, I guess, is a lot of times just like out of curiosity questions that you can get in your own head about and overthink. So comparison is definitely a scary Yeah, in high school a lot of the times too because like high school is a time where it's like a huge time period of insecurity for a lot of people. Yeah. Mostly because, I mean, there's older kids that you compare yourself to and kids your age group or in your age um, and grade. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just a time where a lot of people want to feel as mature and, and as grown as possible And when you're surrounded by hundreds of other kids that you possibly might believe are prettier than you or, I don't know, whatever the circumstances. It can be kind of difficult. And, you know, that's, like, something we've, like, lightly went over, I think, in, uh, I don't know which 
episode, but we did lightly go over that a bit. But this is going to be more focused on friend groups with comparisons because I think comparisons are very common, especially for people who overthink. Yeah. I think that is one of the most common things anxiety ridden people yeah i was gonna say like a lot of people with anxiety can probably agree with this that comparisons are very common in their mind and they don't even realize (laughs) it sometimes but um for me i think i compare myself to people because it kind of starts from like one person's comment a little bit almost like someone makes a comment to me that's kind of degrading towards me and then it leads into this spiral of me believing that comment and me beginning to see like wow that's how some other person views me that's their perception of me and now I'm starting to see myself in a different way and now I'm starting to see that maybe one of my friends has that quality I don't have and then that's kind of how it begins like this toxic thinking and like cycle of bad negative thoughts and this is even coming from people who are the most who are confident like I would have to say I'm very confident in myself and, you know, everyone gets insecure sometimes, but, like, I I can 100%, like, say, like, I've dealt with comparisons, especially my, like, lowest times or, like, when I felt the worst, and it has impacted me. And I will say a lot of the times, whether that argue, or that comment comes from, like, a close friend or maybe somebody you don't really know well, a lot of the times it's, like, a seemingly harmless comment to them yeah and they just you know say without thinking and just kind of like brush by and don't really understand like the true impact it has on you and for a lot of people including myself I know there's just little comments that stick with you for years upon years where you're just constantly thinking about like wow is that is this what she meant by that and take it to us like a such a critical point of like overthinking and like trying to I think something else is like um I think for me too like what I always do is I want to always grow and so my goal is to always become a better person if I can be like when I go to my leadership camps or when I focus on doing like meditation and all that like that does help me and I try to like journal to kind of like guide my mind through my thoughts but it's like I'm trying so hard to like almost push myself to grow that it's like I'm not going to grow if I just don't let it happen naturally and I feel like that's not something many people want to talk about but when you always want to improve and work on yourself it's almost like you can forget like wait hold on a second like I haven't even, like, talked to my friends in, like, four days because this whole time I've been, like, so fixed on trying to fix myself from this insecurity and from this thing that this one person said to me, like, four years ago, you know? And I know Erica and I have touched on this um, in a prior episode, but both of us kind of have a little bit of control issues, and Mm -hmm. I feel like for me what kind of insecurity stem from is I have no control over, like, let's say, my the way my face, whatever, like, how pretty I am. I was born this way. I can't, like, I mean, I can go and get plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're you so know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just hard for people to be so insecure about things that they have absolute no control over. And it's yeah. kind of frustrating because I'm sure there's people out there that would do anything in the world to, I guess, I don't know, change themselves, even though they're perfect just the way they are, it's, like, a a mental battle that you have to, like, fight, and saying that, yeah, I don't have control over this, so might as well learn to love myself the way I am, 
easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but that's like a it's... control factor that I just wanted to mention. Yeah, like this is something that's probably an unpopular opinion, but I feel like it should be mentioned. Is like, for example, when someone might be overweight, right? I'm just thinking of this because this is kind of how like I view it for myself. Um, I've never really had problems like physically. I mean, in middle school, I'm sure I did and I felt off and everything, but that wasn't like my focus ever. Like, I think my biggest insecurities are my personality, like that I'm too overbearing or that. I don't know, like, I don't know, things like that, like, that's, like, more of my insecurities, but, um, like, for example, someone is overweight, right? Some people might, I think people who probably, like, have the most, like, positive influence online are the ones that are, like, that are, like, yeah, I am fat, and what about it? Like, this, like, this, (laughs) I change, like, it doesn't change the fact that they're literally gorgeous, like, do you know what I mean? It's, like, when you're able to kind of accept your insecurity and almost embrace it and maybe like work towards like overcoming that insecurity or I don't know for example working out because you don't feel very good about yourself and you want to have better confidence like I think that's what people kind of need to keep in mind is like you don't necessarily have to change the insecurity but you do have the power to kind of like control almost like control some of the thoughts that you have regarding that insecurity And I know I'm pretty sure that we're going to set up to talk about social media in and of itself in a future episode because that is a huge influence, especially in today's society. But a lot of those standards of, you know, what's, I guess, socially acceptable and what's not is from social media. And at the end of the day, that's a totally man-made expectation. That means absolutely nothing. Like, it's, it's really just a way for, I guess... I don't know, like, people to, once again, compare themselves to... And also classify. Yeah, like, I guess compare themselves to a societal norm that was made up by who knows what. And it's, like, it's so funny to me how social media has such a strong hold on people when at the end of the day, it was just somebody got out of bed and said, this is what we're going to consider pretty in society, and this is what we're not, and it's stuck. And also, it's like... And it's like, why is that so meaningful when it's really, like, man, like, you know what I mean? It's crazy to me how, like, dependent we are on that. And it's also something else I've kind of noticed is, um, what is it called? Like, for example, with body image, for example, I think that the standards have changed a lot because I remember when we were growing up, I think that the ideal body was model thin and being five foot 11. And, you know, like that was kind of like the standard I almost Mm -hmm. saw. And now you can kind of see that like the new standard is, I don't know, like slim thick, like hourglass. So it's like the standard completely changed Mm -hmm. and we're still like following it. Isn't that kind of ironic a little bit? It's like the standard literally changed flip-flop to the it's like almost brainwashed yeah (laughs) just to believe whatever it is and like kind of like kind of like on that note so the reason that we made this episode I think is because this is like related to TikTok but TikTok's very trendy today so oh my gosh you're so right I didn't even think about that so like with TikTok um there's like these trends basically and I think it started with Emma Chamberlain we're gonna go back to like the love her by the way yeah I love her so much but Anyway, so a lot of times what I started to see, like, in, um, I guess, social media Mm -hmm. and, like, in general, it was that Emma Chamberlain was, like, 
different almost, yeah. quote unquote different, and everyone loved her at first, mm-hmm. and everyone started changing their style to be like her, and there's nothing oh, yeah, wrong like with a that. style icon, she yes. really changed and she was, the world. She the literally, world. <laughs> no, 100%, she changed, like, style, like, yeah, in itself, completely. she changed people's personalities, because that is the power social media has. Yeah, she just promoted, like, being less care or like being more carefree about your looks I guess yeah does that make sense yeah yeah but it was almost like what I noticed though was there was also a shift where once everyone started acting like that and kind of changing their personalities not oh, going percent. everyone started saying this. yeah everyone started saying oh my gosh you're so basic yep. you're like every other girl you act like Emma Chamberlain like and like this else. is like the problem with social media it's like yeah. they're telling me that I'm basic because I've always acted like this like what is happening and then that's like kind of like the same concept because oh, of- you're saying that you think your personality originally compared to that of Emma Chamberlain and then when she became well, popular. I do. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I see similarities me, as but well. But it's also like, why are you degrading? Why are women degrading other women? Yeah. Because they want to follow a trend, or yeah. because they're trying to. I don't know. Like, and a lot of this, it's like this is kind of like almost like a gray area subject because there's like the both. Yeah, <laughs> literally. There's just so much like into this that I don't think people want to talk about. Yeah. But something else is like. Um, now on TikTok, there's something called a bra girl. <laughs> oh my god. And this What's... is kind of like the equivalent to like the I'm not like the other girl. Yeah, yeah, like. Standard of I'm different, pick me type of girls. And it's like, that's the type of stuff that's just very frustrating because it's like, everyone's trying to be different almost. And it's like, sometimes people lose their own identities and well, the... Yeah, Process because almost. this is what I feel like you're trying to, or you did say, but I'm just going to try and see if I can, like, I guess set I don't up. Know it's basically, it, yeah, yeah, basically meaning, like, there's a period of time where a certain type of personality, per se, whether it's outgoing, shy, more tomboyish, you know, more confident in yourself, less caring about your looks, whatever that personality it's may trendy, be. Right? Yeah, people idolize that and say, oh, I want to be like that. Then after, whatever, one to two months, there starts a shift in saying, oh, that kind of personality now is, like, a basic, like, we're past that. Everyone's kind of, trying to be yeah, like that. Yeah. Everyone's like that, so I'm going to be this way so I could be quote-unquote different, and now it's a new personality that's brought up in social media, and it's a never-ending cycle of people just trying to fit into these new, like, I guess, personality categories, yeah, and it's, like, so toxic because a lot of times you lose, you know, you like, who, yeah. And, like, I don't... This is just a very touchy subject, I think, because I've seen comments where people are like, don't bring other girls down for wanting to be a bra girl, or for not wanting to, or literally just, like, Mm -hmm. being more girly or whatever, and I 100% agree, and I think the thing is, like, in this, like, area of discussion, I guess, it's kind of, like, you need to keep in mind, though, with these, like, personality trends, almost, that, like, a lot of times people do kind of forget who they are a little bit yeah. because they're always trying to fit into like a new category and or like to be, have there's nothing the wrong with that there's yeah. nothing wrong with like following a trend but yeah, it's almost no. like you we just all need, do it yeah <laughs> but you just need to kind of keep in mind that like you don't ground want, yourself and what you ground are. yourself and don't don't degrade other people just because absolutely you're not like someone else and like this you know can be I mean? like a good segue is I feel like on social media especially, or even in real life, like, when you're just with your friends, making, like, self-degrading comments yeah. or bringing yourself down or making, you know, like, just bad comments about yourself is kind of, I don't want to say trendy, but it's, like, more common and almost more acceptable to do than complimenting yourself or being yeah. confident, and that is 
That's a large problem. Yeah, it is very huge. I feel like a lot of the time when you're hanging out with your girlfriends or whatever and you're like, oh, like, I look good today. You know, they're like, ooh, like, she's kind of, like, cocky. cocky. Full of herself. Yeah, exactly. And as opposed to being like, oh, wow, like, I look really ugly today. Everyone's like, same, lol, like, oh, my God, same. Like, ha, yeah, me too. Um, kind of tying into, like, the self-degrading comments and everything in friend groups, what I can say for certain, or, like, attest to, like, within our friend group is all my friends, um, including Emily, they're literally so gorgeous. Okay, whatever. Oh my gosh, This is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's like, (laughs) it's so uncomfortable, even for me, like, I, I'm falling into the social media hole of, like, whenever someone compliments you or something, you ignore it, or you kind of, absolutely. you're like, whatever. What is it called? Like, deflect, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, you know, I'll be like, oh, thanks, ha, 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 but, like, deep down inside, I'm like, ugh, I like, I disagree, and it's like, I will literally dish out compliments to anyone and everyone, like, I, that's my favorite thing, yeah. I love, you know, like, commenting on people's Instagram I posts, whatever, and, stuff, and it's yeah. like, I'm part of the problem, because when Erica goes, oh, you're gorgeous, I'm like, ew, thanks, Yeah, like, like why almost, do I say ew, why can't I just say thank you from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate sounds, it, but it's like a problem it's for like me. It's like a, I was gonna say, it's almost like this deep-rooted insecurity that we were taught from yeah, a young age. It's and it's good because, to be, like, self-degrading, basically. Or it, the you word I'm looking humble. for is self-deprecating. Yeah. That's what I've been You can be, like, you can be humble yeah. in who you are. But still know that you're, like... Still know you're attractive. Yeah, like, yes. you know what I mean? Or, like, but, just confident in yourself anyway, in general, yeah. not, like, the social yeah, standard so of being attractive. One thing, though, is, like, my friend group, like, all of our friends are literally gorgeous. Like I said, I think... Thank you. no like everyone is so pretty in our group and i feel like we have a really really attractive friend yeah 100 so anyway um we have like one of our literal best friends she has a perfect body in the standards of society i guess you could say yeah she's just stunning she has like an hourglass figure abs she doesn't even work out most of the time (laughs) like um i don't know like a really almost ideal body for today's society and she's gorgeous. She yeah. has hair down to her butt. She's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, this is something that I'm gonna just kind of mention. And so, with this friend, I this year I kind of recognized this, and I I've seen it like in the past before, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But it was much more prevalent this year, where um, there were like people in like, who were older than us, like, a year older, I guess you could say, maybe some people in our grade, too, like, in a lot of, like, the, um, things at school that we did, like, extracurriculars and stuff, I found out that a lot of people were comparing me and one of my best friends, and basically talking about, like, who's the prettier person, and it's, like, when you find out that, like, people are doing that between two people who are really, really close, who are, like, amazing friends, it kind of does, like, bring down, one friend over the other a little bit and I have to say I was on the short end of the stick for that a little bit I feel like I don't know it wasn't really helpful for my like confidence yeah I mean hearing. that's helpful to know absolutely nobody yeah and that's know. a huge thing about high school is a lot of the time students maybe I guess more specifically girls because I don't really feel like I mean I'm sure it could happen to guys anything could happen to anyone, guys it's but, a little bit different yeah. which we'll kind of talk about yeah but I feel like for girls it's so looks based which sounds really bad but it's kind of the truth especially with like I don't know like just teenagers in general it's like yeah. so much comparison on 
like how she looks, how her body looks, whatever. And in high school, that's why it's so toxic. It's because it's a mixture of people always talking about what you look like and you not being confident in what you look like. So when it's like people are, I guess, gossiping or I guess, I don't know, whatever, talking behind your back about things that you're not even confident in, it's like just a huge disastrous mess of you just continuing to be more and more insecure about yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard a lot of the times to like, I guess, snap out of it and understand that at the end of the day, those people are irrelevant in your life. (laughs) And if you need to hear this, I'll say it. It's like... In 10, 15 years, you're probably going to know max, like, five people, if that, from your high school still talking to them. And it's everyone's at a certain point of immaturity when they're at that age. And you have to understand that, you know, life goes on and not everyone's opinions or comparisons or competitions. They're not valid. It's absolutely not. And that's important to remember. And I think in times like that, it's so important to think of the big picture yeah. And kind of step out of the moment you're in right now because I understand how it can suck. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I was going to say that um, kind of like with, I will say that like when that happened, like when I found out that people were doing that, and it was almost like in front of me. So, and I found out through my friends and everything else and like in different classes and stuff that that was going on, it was mainly boys that were saying yeah. it. I don't think any girl would have... Well, said, maybe. There's, I mean, no, maybe girls yeah, did, but yeah. it was guys that were the ones that were kind of, like, creating this conversation, mm-hmm. and I don't really think it's even fair to compare two people if you don't know them at all. Like, these people did not know me or my other best friend in yeah, any absolutely. way, shape, or form, and all they're basing it off of is Instagram and yeah, things pictures. that, like, I don't really think are fair to, like, absolutely judge someone not. off of. Yeah. Um, and something else is, like, I don't know. I just think it can be kind of hard, um, especially, like, getting, I guess, getting boyfriends in high school, Mm -hmm. too, a little bit, just because it's, like, you don't really know people's intentions until... Which we talked about this, especially in freshman year. Like, it's hard to know people's true character. Yes. I also want to say this. I don't want to say a disclaimer, but it kind of is. I feel like now, especially on social media... I feel like we've grown so much on the girl supporting girls idea. Like, I think we've gotten a lot better. Do you agree? Yes, but I think it needs to kind of, going into, like, the topic of boys a little bit. No, that's what I was going to say. Hold on, let me finish real quick. As I was going to say, like, girls supporting girls has grown so much. But I feel like now the new wave is all men are trash. And that's, I guess, almost as toxic as the bringing other girls down because yes I know a lot of teenager I mean in boys in my class who aren't exactly you know of the best character and are talking about girls in sort of a objectifying way but this mindset that all men are trash is I don't know it's just kind of like it's a double standard that I feel like not a lot of people talk about because I'm sure there are great guys out there I have friends with boyfriends of like two years who he's you know they're great and respectful and everything It's just a lot of the time in high school, it's hard to, like, see that there are really, truly good, like, people out there, but I don't want that to, like, cloud everyone's judgment, so I just wanted to say that, that we're not saying, like, all boys in high school are like that, obviously not, but that's just, like, our experience. Yeah, so going back to, like, the self-identity side of this, like, with boys, I think, um, like, we're gonna also acknowledge the fact that I will say boys have 
equally unrealistic standards as girls yeah. do. Which Everyone we touched on, I think, right? I, a little bit, I think. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, boys are supposed to have abs. They're supposed to look like this, this, and this. Six foot, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sure that there are girls out there. Like, I can I can say this, like, like with confidence. Like, I don't really care that much about looks. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. And I know that's, like, obviously attraction does matter. Um... But, I don't know, I've always been more attracted to someone, and I automatically become more attracted to someone when they have amazing thoughts, and they can have a conversation. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of, like, my, like, take on it. But, anyway, going back to the self-identity thing, um, with our friend group, something else I've noticed, and I don't really think it's that big of a deal, but this is just, like, a pure example of, like, the comparison concept, like, with friends, is, like, on TikTok, for example, it was a trend to do who is the most blank? Who is the most weird? Who is the most loud, experienced? Who's mean. the most loud? Who's the most mean? Who's the most annoying? Oh, like the, and what are those like, called? I don't Superlatives? know. I guess. And it's like, though, it's Which like when, seems harmless. It seems harmless, but it's like, okay, let's say the one coming up is who is the most, um, I'm trying to think, like who is the meanest in the friend group, right? When you point to someone and you say that, I'm sure it can probably, if a person's, like, not really aware that they can be mean or something along that line, I'm sure it can make them feel upset. <laughs> okay, so, like, another one that I just thought of is, like, who is the prettiest, prettiest in the friend, the friend group? group? That's, like, something that, oh, uh, like, that just, that squishes everyone else. And, squishes? Like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... What is it called? <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like walking away. Squishes. Anyway, okay, sorry, okay sorry. so uh, I've been thinking about this one, like the superlatives, a lot. I mean, it doesn't really impact me that much. I really don't care I that just, much. Like, but I once a week. Just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but like that's just kind of like an example of how I'm sure, like, if you're in like a bad friend group, that's I'm like, sure that can go downhill yeah. so quickly, oh, yeah, 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 and it yeah, can yeah. kind of show like. Mm-hmm whose friend is the favorite friend in the group, who's the one that isn't wanted as much in the group, and it's like, ooh, like, that can expose a lot of stuff. Sketchy situation. Oh, and also, like, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like I said, I've been overthinking literally my entire life existence lately. I don't know why, that's just what I've been doing with my free time. (laughs) And one of the things I was thinking about with the superlatives is kind of like, okay, so we're classifying one person as the most, But that doesn't mean that this other person isn't weird, too, almost. It's like, when you do things, like, who is the most? It's like devaluing other people. It's almost like, yeah, it's like devaluing how other people are pretty. Yeah, I guess. So, like, who is, like, the prettiest? It doesn't mean that just because someone might say, this girl's the prettiest, it doesn't mean that you're not pretty. And a lot of times when it's that superlative idea it almost makes you feel like you're lesser of something 100% just because someone else is being classified as the best or the top because this is human nature everyone wants to be the I guess almost like the top or like being number one or being known as the prettiest well I mean not everyone no but I mean like in relationships for example yeah you want to be validated and being told that you are the prettiest person in their eyes for example yeah and I don't know, like, whether people admit that or not, I think that's literally human nature to want to be, like, the one viewed as, like, the best in the eyes of the people. That's what I was saying before, is, like, how some harmless games like that leave, like, impacts on people for life. 
and yeah, it's like it's 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 bad. just easy for things to get misconstrued with things oh, like that. For sure. And it's just it's like it's almost like avoid that if you can. Yeah. Pro tip is avoid like avoid putting labels on your friends or and, because even better if it comes know. up, talk about it and say, "Hey, like I know this is like fun, I guess." But, like, it's kind of toxic. <laughs> yeah, or, like, to, it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, or just be like, I don't because really want to, like, play, I don't know. I and people are going to, I mean, I see how that can come off. Because Eric and I are very mom-like. <laughs> We're very, I don't know, like... Just, I don't know the word. I don't want to say to... mature because we're not that mature. We're, like, 16, 17, but... No, we're just, like, probably, like, we're, like, the ones that when people come to us about a really difficult situation, we're the ones trying to lead them in, like, yeah. the morally almost right direction. yeah. And it's, like, I understand it. how a lot of times, especially in high school, there's a cool factor. I would love to talk about this in another episode, by the way, because it's something that I love to talk about. Mm-hmm. But the idea of valuing being cool or popular in high school is really interesting to me because I feel like it has absolutely no value in the future whatsoever. Like, at the end of the day, your high school status isn't going to do much for you except maybe, like, a prom king and queen crown. Um, <laughs> and that's just the truth. Like, I know a lot of people feel like in high school that that's their whole world and that, you know, I need to get as many friends and I need to be super popular, but at the end of the day, it's like, that doesn't really have much value, I guess. I almost... And that sounds bad, but it's kind of true. And, um, I I feel like, hold on, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So it's like, when you're in big groups and something like that comes up and you might have an internal thought like, oh, wow, I don't really like this game. But there's so many people who don't say it because they don't want to come out and seem like the uncool kid or the kid that, you know, is, like, straying from, like, the fun party games. Because, God forbid, if you're, like, what's that called? Like, a party pooper or something. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't want to be the one to, like, ruin everyone's fun time because no one wants to be that guy. But at the end of the day, it's not until someone I don't does it that it's going to be fixed, I, I was, guess. This is almost, like, kind of, like, a segue into it of, like, knowing your limits. Because, yeah. you know, like, in peer pressure, we talked about it. Like, know your limits. Know your own values before you go and jump into doing things you don't want to do. Yeah. But also, it's, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. With self-identity, you just need to keep in mind that, like, maybe there's going to be one day where everyone's hanging out and you just can't do it and mm-hmm. that's okay and it's like maybe you need to take a break from people and sometimes people need to understand that they need to understand that people need to take a break away from people that they need to kind of like recollect their thoughts and like figure themselves out before they can hang out again because I don't know like I'm sure a lot of people feel like that where they just don't want to hang out or they just feel off and it's like you don't want to be the one ruining something but it's you still want to hang out with them. Like, almost like the fear of missing out. Yeah. Just kind of, like, know your... Yeah. Like, just know your limits, I guess, and be aware of that. that's a huge... That's a huge... What, the fear of missing out? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I kind of want to... Yeah, fear of missing out. I think that is a huge thing with self-identity. It's, like, a lot of times it's, like, oh, like, if I don't go with my friend, I don't know, to the beach at 3 in the morning, I'm going to miss out on... I don't know, like, there's a life-changing experience where I find myself, and I'm missing out on hanging out with my friends, and I'm missing out on being as close with them, and it's, like, I think what I've kind of reality-checked myself with very recently, actually, is I 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't care. I would almost rather be alone than forcing myself into uncomfortable situations or being around people who don't understand that I can't always do it and, like, who, like, almost, like, people who don't want to just sit with me at home and understand that, like, I don't want everyone else around me. I just need to, like, breathe. It's, like, I would almost rather be alone, and I'm not missing out on anything except feeling better, I guess. And That's just my take on I'm it. I'm actually, ooh, this is a good, like, self, up, like, uplifting moment, but I'm actually proud of myself because it wasn't until recently that I made this realization and I think it's just one of the many ways that people can grow, especially in high school. Mm-hmm. But I felt the same way. Like, um, every single hangout that I got invited to or whatever people were talking about, uh, I felt obligated to go. And, you know, it wasn't until recently, like I said, that I think I've said no for, like, the first time, which sounds really, and not because, like, I couldn't go because I had something else, you know what it's I mean? Like, like, you like, fell off. Yeah, like, I've fine. done that before where I'm like, oh, sorry, I have, like, whatever, so-and-so, um, so I can't go. It wasn't like that. It was me sitting at home doing absolutely nothing, but not wanting to go because, I don't know, maybe I was feeling, you know, not the best or whatever the circumstance was. But that was very recently, like, I think, like, two or three months like ago. Like, a breakthrough a Yeah, bit. and it was, like, a huge thing for me that I'm, I guess, proud of myself now, and I'm yeah. glad that I could talk about it, is, like, did I wake up that next morning and honestly feel like I missed out on something? Really? No. And I feel like that is a part that's really hard to reach, where you genuinely feel like, okay, like, I'm comfortable with where I am in everyone's friendship. And just because I wasn't there for that one night doesn't mean that I'm any less of a friend or any less closer than I was to them yesterday or the day before. But keep in mind, this isn't, that feeling is not the most common feeling a lot of the time for people. And like, you know, like it's, you're like, that's okay to have an insecurity about friendships. Like that's perfectly fine. It's just like when you kind of have that breakthrough with yourself, you're going to realize it and you're going to feel really good but that's obviously not something anyone can train you to feel like we can't give you advice telling you oh like one day you can just wake up and feel Mm -hmm. like that if you do this this and this (laughs) like it's not that simple it depends it's very complex because it depends on the friends you're around it depends on whether like the value of the friendship is still 100% there yeah and it also depends kind of like on where your mental state is and how you're feeling because you know like it really just does depend on the situation so keep in mind that like you don't have to have that breakthrough necessarily Mm. like one day though you're going to feel like really really secure and comfortable with the people you're around and if it's not in high school it'll be in college if not in college it'll be in the work world like there's going to be a point where you're going to find the people you're meant to be around Mm -hmm. and you're not going to have to fake anything you're not going to have to pretend to be something you're not you're going to just be At the end of the day, if you do feel like that, maybe those aren't the right friends for you or the right friends to be around. Or maybe it just takes a little time for you to become more comfortable with maybe not your friends, but just yourself. Yeah, for sure. And that's just the bottom line, I guess, is it could either be like a friendship or like a self-identity issue. Yeah. So kind of, like, connected to, like, losing friendships, I guess. Um, A lot of times, 
um, when you feel like you're growing apart from people, like, there can be a point, and I'm sure this is for, like, a lot of people, where they just kind of question whether it's their fault or, like, if it's, like, their personality that's the problem, and something that people need to realize is, like, that's life, and, like, people are going to grow away from each other and are going to grow towards other people, but at least you had the opportunity to have those people in your life for the time that you did have them there, I guess, and hopefully you left a positive impact on them as well. And a lot of times, like, people need to realize that, like, it's nothing against you sometimes when you grow away from people. Like, that's, I don't know, like, that's life. And you'll kind of, like, see more of that connection when you go to college, I guess. You'll kind of see that, okay, like, I shifted away from people because I'm in a new chapter of my life and I don't really need them anymore, I guess. Or, like, they're not someone who is a priority anymore, I guess you could say. So, I don't know. That's just something to, like, kind of keep in mind. And when it comes to self-reflection, I feel like it could easily go both ways of either good or bad because, obviously, there's times where you need to self-reflect. You know, that's a lot of times when people grow the most. And I also feel like there's times where it could be uh, an opportunity to overthink things. Yeah. And you have to know, like, when to step in, I guess, when your own thoughts and be like, okay, like kind of stressing about this possibly even obsessing about this one thing and you just need to learn to let it go and move on and whether or not it was whoever's fault whether you're blaming yourself or whatever Becky over here it's like it's still gone and it still happened and there's nothing you can do but learn from it and move on and that's so hard to do especially when you're such an overthinker and trust me like we've all been there where you're like you say something stupid in a conversation and then you obsess about it for like an hour yeah and you just have to know that in any circumstance whether it's something like that or losing a friendship like Erica was saying it's a point in life where you have to learn to let it go and move on yeah and that's just the truth I don't know yeah you do need to grow from it I think yeah. um I can um, so something else is, like, for me, I can say this, and I really don't care anymore. Um, it's, like, I've noticed a pattern where people kind of leave my life, and a lot of times I blame myself, and I'm, like, oh my gosh, like, this is my fault. But then I begin to realize, I'm, like, wow, like, maybe they weren't as good of people as I really thought for me, and a lot of times... It's a two-way street have... at the end of the day. Like, yeah, like, no, like, is. yeah, like, you kind of have to realize that, like, some people just aren't worth the time and effort. Yeah. And I don't know. And so you kind of need to move past, like, the thought that it's always going to be your fault in every situation if something goes bad. Like, don't always blame yourself for things that happen just because it ends poorly. It's, like, a lot of times it's both sides of it, and you yeah. need to keep that in mind. And you can't blame yourself for every negative thing that's ever happened in your life because it will literally destroy a person. Yeah. It will literally destroy someone. And that's someone. what I was trying to get at is, like, there's so many people out there for whatever the circumstance is. That whatever happens, they're constantly blaming themselves, saying, what could I have done to change uh, the outcome? Or what did I do to make someone feel that way or whatever? Here's the reality like, check, though. Maybe it's sometimes, like, this is, like, the reality of it. Maybe it's the other person's fault. Yeah. And, or maybe it's both of your faults. Or maybe it's both of your faults. And you usually need to realize is. that. <laughs> yeah, it's usually both sides of it. But, like, sometimes there's going to be days where you're going to have to have that reality check with yourself. And you're going to have to reflect and realize, wow, there's nothing else I could have done yeah. to keep this person in my life. There's nothing else I could have done to maintain a good friendship. And if you put 
all of your effort and you put 110% into a friendship and you care about them as much as you can and you do everything in your power to make it work and it still doesn't work out, then it's not meant to be, I guess. Yeah, and with that too, I feel like it's also important to, I guess, remember that Erica did say, like, you put everything into that friendship because a lot of times there's going to be bumps in a friendship there's going to be hard times, but I think there's, like, moments where, you know, you should put an effort and try and fix things and talk it out and try and find solutions. But that's not what we're saying. I want to clarify that. Like, I know there's always going to be stupid fights, whatever, that people get over. Yeah, it's but it's, like... It comes to a point that we're talking about here where it's, like... Repetition. Yeah, it's time and time again, and it's become more of, I guess, a struggle than actually, like being having good times with so and so or whoever we're talking about here and you kind of have to know when you're fighting more than you're actually like having fun or whatever hang out and genuinely being content like that's when you should probably be like okay maybe this isn't you know we're not this wasn't meant to happen and this is with a relationship too like romantic relationship and friendships i i think oh yeah 100 percent. i think what you need to recognize is like people are I think every person, and I feel like I've said this before because it's like a mantra I always say, is like, people who walk into your life, whether it ends good or bad, they're meant to teach you something, and it's a lesson, and that's kind of how I view it, it's like every single person in my life is teaching me something, maybe that I deserve more than what I'm getting, or I deserve what they are giving me, you know, and like, that's something you need to keep in mind, and it's totally normal to grow away from people and not always be around them and like it can be a hard pill to swallow like it can make you really upset but it's like in the end of it like you're gonna find the right people for you if you just have the right mindset and you focus on the right things yeah and kind of also like the saying I've said before is like this can also go for relationships is like let's say someone has a ten dollar bill that's all they have to offer they have a ten dollar bill and there's someone with a hundred dollar bill So here's the difference here. Someone gives you their whole $10 bill. All they have is $10 and they give you that compared to someone who only gives you $10 of their $100 bill. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of see this like correlation here? Someone that gives you 10% of effort and someone that gives you 100% of effort. And it's like even if they don't have everything, (laughs) everything that you would almost like expect from someone, like the reality is they're trying so hard and they're giving you all they can. And it's like, a lot of times people always want to pick the person with a hundred dollar bill over the person with the ten dollar bill and yeah. it's like you kind of just need to be mindful of like the fact that like you don't want to kind of that's a huge thing about I don't know. what people have versus what they're willing to give if that makes sense. oh yes 100 percent. if the person that you're around isn't willing to give you everything and you're willing to do that then they're not the right people for you yeah and you know what like there might be some people out there that you only want to give 10 percent effort to mm-hmm. and they want to give 10 percent effort to and it's fine. fine but it's like when you begin to see like a shift where it's like one person's giving you their all and one person's giving you the bare minimum that's when you need to kind of have your yeah. own self-reflection you need to see that like i deserve more and this is kind of where the self-identity thing comes into play Absolutely, it's like yeah you need to see your own value before, I don't know, like, you go out yeah. and you try to make these relationships Don't, almost. like, push yourself to unexplained or, like, crazy limits if the person on the other end is doing absolutely nothing to contribute. Yeah, 100%. That's just, I guess. A reality check yeah. people need to know. So, so with all that being said, um, it's time to make our final conclusions. Yay. So, 
Let's jump into the gray area. So in the gray area, we basically talk about all the middle ground or, I mean, if you know a gray area, it's pretty self-explanatory, but kind of the less talked about um, topics and morals or summarizations of this episode. Yeah, so um, we kind of talked about a lot of different things, yeah. and I'm sure some people are like, what, how does this connect to self-identity? But I think relationships in your life do connect to self-identity because if you're around the wrong people, you're going to act different. And I don't know, like a lot of times people need to understand that you need to find who you are before you kind of jump into committing yourself to people, I guess, in both friendships and relationships. So with that, that being said, um, I just want to say this, like 100% confidence, everyone is the main character of their own story. Um, a lot of times people feel lesser of a person in a friend group or they feel lesser of a person in general. Because other people are classifying them or telling them that there's something that there's something wrong with them or that yeah. they're not enough of a person or that they're too quiet to be the person that people care about the most. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the right type of people if you're around others telling you that you're not the most of something. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it's almost better to have one best friend that you can tell everything to um, rather than a huge group of people because a lot of times it's like... I don't know, like, I just like when people give me... So I think something to keep in mind, I don't know, this is just my opinion, I think sometimes it's better to have quality over quantity with friends. So, like, if you have, you know, like, one or two best friends that you can tell everything to, and they give you 100% of their efforts into the friendship, I almost think that can be more valuable than having several friends and trying to always be the life of the party and being something that you're not. And so... I don't know, and it's like when you have people who value you 100%, you will feel like the main character, I guess, yeah. and you will feel, like, valued and important because you'll kind of recognize that, like, oh my. anyway, you'll kind of recognize that, I don't know, like, your life matters. Yeah, and no matter what personality you are, how you act, whatever, like, everyone, and this is a huge thing on TikTok, too, which we brought up. TikTok a lot, yeah. but it honestly is, like, a big influence it's very on teenagers impactful. nowadays. Yeah. Like, it's probably, like, the biggest platform out there, but mm-hmm. um, there's this whole thing about, like, uh, put your finger down, you're not the main character edition. If you have glasses, there's literally this on TikTok. Yeah, I'm not I know, joking. I saw it. It's if ridiculous. you have brown hair, if you're la 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 la, you're the main character. Like, that's horrible. And at the end of the day, Don't listen to it's a it. stupid trend. And, you know, to some people, it's harmful. To others who are already insecure about that stuff, it's a little like, oh, great. Good to know that I mean absolutely nothing to all of my friends. And that's how a lot of people can take it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, you need to realize your own worth as an individual, regardless of what other people or TikTok trends say about you Mm -hmm. and that's why we tie all the friendships relationships into self-identity because and social media yeah and like insecurities in general it really does I think all of this does tie together whether people want to acknowledge it or not it's like a lot of people just lose their lose themselves trying so hard to 
be everyone's, I don't know, for example. Idea of them. Yeah, like, almost, like, trying to be someone's savior and always trying to help them and fix them, almost. Like, that can, like, break someone because then they begin to see that, like, they're not getting the help they need, for example. It's, like, stuff like that is, like, you kind of need to recognize your limits, I guess, with people and keep that in mind. Okay, so I kind of, like, I read this online somewhere, and I 100% agree with it, is it's almost, like, okay to be focused on yourself, because this is just, like, how the universe works. Everyone has their own life. There are literally 8 billion people, 7 billion people in this world, and the reality of it is that, um, I don't know, like, you have your own life, and every single thing and action in your life and every person in your life, it is about you. And a lot of times everyone's like, oh my gosh, we need to value, like, I don't know, like an actress or an actor or someone else, like other people more, I guess. And it's like, you need to kind of like keep in mind that like the only person that is with you for the rest of your life is yourself. So you need to keep that in mind. Like you only have your own consciousness. You only have your own memories. You don't have anyone else's memories. You don't have anyone else's thoughts all you have is yourself, and all you need to live for is yourself. Yeah. And, and a lot that's of time, really important to yeah, remember. Yeah, 100%. And I think, oh, I also recognize, and I say 100% a lot. It's okay. But I'm moving <laughs> on. Um, it's something my family says, so whatever. It's habit. But um, I feel like with that, a lot of people struggle with acknowledging that their self-worth, I guess, is more, or is just as important as the well-being of their friends. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people, and I'm sure I've done, I've, you know, put myself in instances like this as well, in fact, I know I have, where I invest myself in other people and helping them to such an extent that you kind of lose yourself and I think that's what Erica was touching yeah it's like you almost like it's almost like you're losing your grip on who you are because you're just trying so hard to fix everyone else yeah and it's like you don't even recognize how maybe like even broken or like upset you are yourself until you're in your room alone at like 12 a.m and you're just like what is happening right now like your thoughts you're just like this is a lot on TikTok too I'm so sorry I keep bringing it up but whatever (laughs) um it's where people are saying like the sad text messages where they get a text from their friend and they say, oh, wow, I'm, like, feeling really bad today. And they say, oh, why? And then they say, can we FaceTime? And they FaceTime for three, four hours. And, and then, then they just... say, oh, hey, I feel like, you know, not good. And they say, oh, LOL, same. Something like that. And Something it's, like, and it's like not that. reciprocated the way that yeah. it needs to. And that's to. what we were talking about with 10% and 100%. Yeah, listen, like, I'm going to say this once. Like, I'm just speaking from experience, so this isn't for everyone. But, like, I can say, I have to say me and Emily are kind of, like, the friends people like to go to for certain things. And that's perfectly fine, and I'm used to it. But a lot of times people forget that, like, we have feelings, too, and we're going through stuff. And it's, like, it can be kind of difficult to have that, like, balance, I guess, of always kind of being the ones there for others. And then sometimes there's just feelings of, like, you, like, I don't know, we almost don't. It's, like, a lot of pressure, and it's, like, sometimes, like, I can say this, like, I don't really know how to express how I feel to them because it's, like, it's always kind of been, like, like, a one. Put that on them with all that they're going through, too. Yeah, and it can kind of be a little bit of a sucky feeling, I guess. But I feel like, also, I, at least I hope, that I have enough self-awareness to be like, okay, like, I'm talking, like, talk to me about everything, whatever, but I know who to go to when I'm, 
you know, when I want to talk about things. And I don't, I wouldn't say I talk about things a lot. Would you agree? Yeah, I don't think but you do. I do but when I need to. Does that make sense? Well, because I think, <laughs> I think both of us are pretty, like, I guess, we're right now, we're, we're probably, I don't know, I feel like we're really stable yeah. right now, I guess. So like, like, I know there are so many people going through so much stuff. But here's something you kind of got to remember, though, is, like, don't, like, invalidate your own feelings. Don't invalidate your yeah. own feelings. I agree. It sucks. It can really suck Because it's easier to be like, wow, well, people are going through worse. Which is always or like, true. it doesn't There's matter. There's always a worse circumstance. But it's like... How are you going to, like, belittle everything that you yeah. feel just because other people are feeling something But at else? the same time, I know that, like, if I ever need to talk to someone... Like, for instance, I'm just going to say, like, I know I could always go to Erica about anything... And when I don't want to talk to anyone else, like, I'll call her. And I don't even remember how many times I really, like, talked to you about things, but there's definitely things out here that are things that happened that only Erica knows. Yeah. <laughs> or only, like, whatever one person knows, or it doesn't matter whatever the, you know, circumstance is. Yeah. But I think it's important to know that I can be there for all of my friends, and I love to be there for all my friends. I love for them to talk to me. But you also need to know your yeah, limit. Like you we need to know said. who you can talk to, whether that's your friend, your parents, whatever. You go to therapy and talk to your therapist. Yeah. Whatever it is, you just need to understand that what, however, however much effort you're putting into a friend, you need to put that much effort into yourself. And if you keep that balance, it'll be healthy and it'll be good. Yeah. And, and that's just the whole idea of, like, self-identity and recognizing yeah. your worth. Yeah, and, like, something else is just, like, with friends, try to find the people that you're able to talk to about stuff and they're able to talk to you. That's... Yeah. I think that's what a friendship's two about. Street. It's a two-way street. It shouldn't just be a one-sided thing, yeah. and people need to keep that in mind. Um, I think everyone kind of needs to remember that. Even, like, us saying this, like, I'm sure there's been points where we have certain people in our lives where it does feel one-sided, mm -hmm. and it's like, I don't know. Like, just be aware of it, and be aware of, like, what you need in your life. So, yeah. I think with that being said, we're finished. Yep. So, you are the main character, and remember <laughs> that until the yeah. end of time. Make your life matter and make it count, and don't let what other people say affect you in a negative way if you can help it. Yeah. And, you know, just be aware of it. If you want to DM us about anything, yes, our Instagram is grayarea.podcast yep. with an A. Yeah. So please DM us. us. We love talking to people. <laughs> yeah. And we will see you next Monday yes. with the first episode of Junior Year. Yay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>